I'm speaking solely as a man from the With from that the butter sauce to dip everything in. Mm. Oh yeah, no, you get and you put a little malt vinegar on it. Oh yeah, I'll do yep. I'll do fish and chips all day, son, all day. From the islands, the tropical islands of Britain. Welcome to War of the Bay podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. And I'm Anthony. Hey, Anthony, how's it going? It's going well, man. You sound good. You sound good right now. Yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about these last few weeks, shall we? <laughs> no, okay, fine. <laughs> what? Just, this okay. is weird. We're not going to embrace it. No, actually, it's it, actually it's just the last show because the week before you were you were over here, so yeah, the quality yeah. is just going to be yeah. as good as that. Yeah, I guess Windows Update was like, huh? Let's take away this useful feature and make it not useful. And that's uh, that's what happened. That's so my far, mic, course. my mic was not automatically switching when I plugged it in anymore. So now it should be fixed, or it is fixed. Hey, Windows 10 works for you. I, I hear you didn't want Windows 10. Here it is, anyways. Yep, Windows 10. <laughs> you opted out. That must have been a, an error. Here it is, anyway. Well, they were like, did you guys hear about that? Some of the shit they were doing to get people to update, like making the X button the OK button. You're kidding me. No, I'm not. That's like ad like, block shit. <laughs> That's like when I'm trying to watch porn, and it's like, it, 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 oh man, they're tricky nowadays with these with these newfangled porn websites. I'm telling you, <laughs> they'll they'll open the ad in a new window, but you have to click out of the uh, the the right window, or else you're you're clicking into the ad. Like it'll leave it'll open the ad in a new window and leave your window up, right? So you're thinking, oh fuck, I gotta close this window. No, you're closing your window yep. and you're going to the ad. They're like muddy first world problems. Oh, man, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's it, this is it's rough times right now. Okay, it's it's real rough times. Yeah, really, it's, it's way rougher than when we were kids and we had to go find a magazine somewhere or something. Yep. So it's, it's so much rougher these days. Fifty-six k dial-up, son. I remember those days. Dialing up in the <laughs> internet. Go, ch- go check the door. I got her neck. Make sure nobody's here. <laughs> literally, literally, I've I, I have literally done that. It. Like, it. yep. Yep. Anyways, nobody wants to. No, nobody wants to hear about this disgusting talk. It's not. This is not appropriate for podcast audiences. What is though is something I want. What I want to really start out with here is uh, some news that came out over the last couple of days. That's very close to my heart because I live in the city of St. Petersburg. I live. I can. I, I live walking distance to Allang Stadium, and so this is huge for me. And that is the uh, the push for the Rowdies to join the MLS Major League Major League Soccer. It stands for for the for the layman. So is um for the is there another professional or is there an MLS team in Florida right now? Orlando City. Yeah. 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 They uh they started. They're relatively ago. new, aren't they? They're playing in the what's the stadium? Orlando Citrus Bowl. I have no. Yes, yeah, Citrus Bowl sounds right. I I don't. No, for sure. Yeah, they're also building. We're gonna go with. They're that building. The they're building their own stadium as well in Orlando. Uh, like from the ground up. Ooh. Uh, they have a. They have a. They're top two in the league in attendance, I think. Uh, they saw just about every. Let game. me guess they who's sponsoring that. Because, oh, it's got to be because of all the transient pop that love. Like, oh look, we can catch a soccer game well, over here. They took a similar path to the Rowdies, and they worked their way up through the minors as a as an organization and built a following. Interesting. And then when they transitioned, it was a smooth transition. And even though the team has been not good these first two years, obviously as an expansion team, uh, still they're still drawing 
good numbers every game. It's like sell yeah, well, Everybody wants to see the professional. Like, uh, yeah, got me. I'm very unlikely to go see a soccer game, to be honest to God. But I would be more likely to go see a professional soccer game than an amateur one. I went to I went to a Rowdy's game on a, it was a, it was just a Tuesday night, just a, just a regular old Tuesday night, and the place was was crowded. I mean, there was a, there was the whole cheering section there. They had drums. They were doing these. They were doing little dances like from side. How to many side. of those people were inflatable? None of them. I mean, it was it was a cool sight, and it's it's becomes sort of a tradition now to have like a Fourth of July game during the summer, and like that's a huge game, and like the stadium's always packed. Like it's a it's a good time down there, and yeah, I've uh, I've I've never been to a Rowdy's game, but I've driven past the stadium. It's a nice setup, to be honest with you. They got that pub there that's dedicated to the Rowdies. Yeah, uh, it's not too far from the stadium, right? No, it's you not. You need a pub for a soccer franchise. I mean, come on. I will you, say if this we're though: we're going to step up in the MLS. We need at least three more. I will say this: every time I've gone there, every time I've gone to Rowdy's game, and I, I'm not a, it's it really does feel like a, a minor league baseball game or or a high school football game, like the atmosphere in the stadium, Damn, kind right. of. Like it's just it's just, I just I can't get past that. It really does. Like to me, I'm, I still feel like I'm at a minor league baseball game somehow. So, but, but but let's transition into what could make you not feel like it's a minor league baseball well, game, and that's these stadium plans that they have. Yeah, about uh, about eighty million dollars. The, the picture you guys shared is oh my goodness, that's gorgeous. That's like yeah. the best looking soccer field I've ever seen. That's legit soccer, like stadium level, like the haunting and stuff like that. Like, oh, that's beautiful. To keep noise in and, and shade the crowd and stuff like that. It's, it could be nice, man. Uh, I don't feel like this is getting enough airplay, at least from what I've seen, because like legitimately in a few years, I didn't hear about it until you guys brought it up to tell you the truth. Few, yeah, a few years we could have a fourth professional team in well, the city. It. it where is it going to get airplay other than here and uh, Steve Dumag's show? Like honestly, like there's I think <laughs> I know, I, he's going to shit on it. There's there, I think there's a, there's a podcast called Unused Subs. I think I believe that's a Rowdy's podcast. But I mean, yeah, it, I'm not surprised that that eighty million dollars that they're that they would put into Al Lang would make it legitimate. Wait, what? How much? Eighty million. Eighty million. Damn. Yeah, privately privately funded apparently from what I hear. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's what they've said. We got to talk to Noah Pransky about that one, but we'll see. Um, but, I wonder how much the Rowdy's franchise would be worth. Not a lot. No. Probably. I'd say I'd say I'd say hundreds of thousands. I mean, I could touch a mil- million. Yeah, we're millions. Pro- we're probably severely underestimating how much. The yeah, yeah no, they're no, easily yeah. a couple million. Yeah, yeah. Fucker, yeah. we don't know. It's even though it's not a. Um, a major professional league, it's still professional soccer. Hey, if I know anything about sports finance, is that I don't know shit about sports <laughs> finance. So yeah, but what they're what uh, essentially I what talk about? Like, oh, go ahead, Kyle. Go I ahead. mean, essentially what they're the, what they're trying to do is they're going to they're they're going to uh, hug the opposite corner of Alang Field and and sort of finally encapsulate that because all they have now is like you have the baseball. Like round, you know, you have the baseball the, slash whatever yeah, common use that half circle baseball stadium, which makes it look like a baseball stadium. And then they put some bleachers out there, which looks cool, but you still have just like a whole side of the field that's just inaccessible to fans. You can't see it. What they're going to do is they're going to kind of, uh, you know, ring that in with a with a whole new grandstand. It looks like they're going to have a big like a concourse out front. 
Uh, it's going to be, it, it looks like a legit stadium. Yeah, and, like, what you showed, it seems like what would have been if like the, the baseball gods let us have our beachfront or waterfront. It looks, it looks, uh, it looks shockingly similar to that waterfront stadium. It does. So, Anthony, what were we going to say before I cut you off, though? Uh, I just, I'm curious um, if this, is the area ready for another professional team? Well, I don't know. I, I think just... the better question is, is the team, is the area ready for a professional soccer team? Well, hold on. We had the mutiny. I just I, I just know that that, that there is a there's a fan base established already for the rowdies like they're they're there a lot they have a cheering section and like down here down down in St Pete you see you see rowdies a lot you almost see rowdies more than than Rays I hate to say but um I don't know man it's well think about this think about this too uh, you're gonna have the that Cross Bay ferry that that dumps fans off right there i mean that's the vinoy basin that's essentially where they're at it's it's walking distance from that ferry landing um yeah i think so i think i think i think i think that their stadium proposal is modest i don't think it's anything crazy huge i mean if when, when you look at like eighteen thousand, yeah i think is what they that is yeah. that's modest and yeah. i think that's doable for our area so yeah I, I i don't think i think we could do that i think we could support that how many seats? Eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand. I'm sorry, I missed that. Well, that's yeah, that's actually yeah. I think that it's about a thousand less than a lightning game. Yeah. yeah, and you know, there's from what I've seen, the hockey crowd is also a soccer crowd. The race. I don't know. Uh, I've seen. Yeah, I've. Uh, let me think about it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of hockey fans that I know also watch soccer, but they watch overseas soccer, like in England. And yeah, but it would. Be- they don't have anything in their backyard, and plop, now we have one. Jared brings up yeah. th- that the Storm draw fans, and, you know, the Rays can draw 12,000 on a bad night. So Yeah, and you, another thing, too, is the league is a lot more stable than it was when we had the mutiny. Because, uh, like, the league was still in its infancy back then and stuff like that. And, you know, there Very wasn't. True. So now they're expanding. Uh and I think they're in better financial situation than they were then. Uh, it's just it's going to be on us, really, to support the team and and make sure they stay here. I th- Kyle, you now now you have to love soccer. I mean, I would I, go to games. Yeah, definitely, I'm not a yeah. soccer fan, but I go. Yeah, I think it's worth going. It's worth going now. I mean, what they've done to Al Lang now, it's it's you, it's still Al Lang, but I mean. It's, it's it's a nice outlet. It's really cool. Yeah, it's I mean it's a really cool. It's a good experience, and um, yeah, I, I would recommend that. So like those those upgrades that they're proposing are are just out of this world. It's 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 awesome. I th- I, I think it can be done. It's awesome, baby. Yeah, uh, you know, like we but we we don't think we've made it very clear. This isn't set in stone yet. This isn't this is a plan. Yeah, we, and- we've made it seem like it was like oh, this is what's gonna happen. Plan and they put in a bid to join the MLS, and apparently in January the owner of the Rise is going to meet with the commissioner again, because uh, we're competing. We're competing with a few other cities. To I was going to say, wonder what likelihood we get it. Well, what's what's the timetable? If this plan, if this if this plan comes to fruition that they have set up here, I don't know if there be a lot of teams that can match it. To be honest with you, because a lot of them are probably going to play in football stadiums that aren't theirs. 
or something. It's true. Like that. It may not be the best stadium, but it is theirs and theirs alone. Right. They're not sharing it with anybody. And this is a be- it's a nice stadium on a beautiful waterfront and we have look, we wouldn't even be in a conversation with Major League Soccer if if we didn't draw a certain amount of fans in the first place. So they Correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't go. the Mutiny really good when they were a team? They had a I think they had a good They year, had one good year, I think. They had the guy with I'll the crazy hair. Maybe, maybe I remember they had a really good player. Yeah, they, they like, did. It was the, the best. Afro guy. The crazy hair guy, yeah. He had crazy yeah, hair. Yeah. Mutiny. <laughs> and they were purple and shit. To be technical. <laughs> to, to be technical, the, the crazy hair guy. Actually, it, their first year, they were first in the East, and they lost in the conference finals. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then after that, it was just second, fifth, third, second, fourth, and then they moved. So... Their average attendance was eleven thousand, uh, and then it dropped to nine thousand one year. Yeah, I think they're out. But you know what? Soccer's got to be at least bigger than that because you've starved the area of it. And I know that the Rowdies are here now, but being part of the MLS, even though the MLS isn't like a premier soccer um, league across the world, it is pretty premier when it comes to America. And I think that's big news. It's our only league that gets like TV coverage and stuff like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely the most sturdy too. I think they've done a good job with it in the fact that I don't think they've done too much to tr- like gone over their stepped over their boundaries in terms of expansion and stuff like that. Like they've taken it slow, they've built it up, and there's a lot of good fan bases. Like if you watch Seattle, like they fill up that football. Oh, stadium. the Sounders. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. I so, think I, there's potential here. I think, uh, and I think this area would be would be kind to a soccer team, especially one that builds a beautiful stadium like this and stuff like that. Something uh, something occurs to me just now um, that was a problem for the Rays Stadium, and that's parking. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you going to put all those fans? Where are you going to put their cars? You got a, you got a tiny little lot right there next to Rowdy Stadium. You've got downtown. Kyle, I got an idea. There's a few parking garages. What? This is where we do our barge. Barge parking lot. Barge parking. Yeah. Yeah. We buy a barge, right? Yeah. And then you throw it out there and you say, all right, your car's in a car for 30 minutes. (laughs) And then you, then you back the barge up like six feet from the, from the shore and be like, oh, look at that. The barge is, uh, is backed up. That'll be an extra $30, uh, moving fee. $15 plank fee. Yeah. Uh, for each. Uh, thank you very much. Each, you print yeah. money. You got four tires, don't you? Yeah. You print money, baby. I like that idea. That's fucking. That's shysty. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna take Tampa Bay for all they're worth. I don't know. That's just. And just. Just a small problem. I think is is parking. But I'll, I will say. I think problem here. They might be banking off the fact that I mean. Down here, it's just there's 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 high rises of uh, residential high rises going up every fucking where you look down here. So um, they might be banking on that. Uh, one problem that I heard on Twitter, uh, and I don't know too much about this, but Orlando City currently has the TV rights to most of the region. Oh, uh, so so the Rowdies would probably have to get a workaround with that so they can get on local TV at least. Because uh, if you're not going to be on TV, then it's going to be harder to build a fan base, obviously. Right. I can't, I can't imagine you have to fight for your own area's TV rights. Well, I don't. You know, I don't think. Uh, I think when Orlando City came into the league, I don't think the. You know, it was 
it, it wasn't forecasted that the Rowdies were going to try to make this move at any point. Right. Uh, you know, but obviously when they were building their fan base and building something pretty cool down there in St. Pete, to be honest with you, uh, they had they probably had aspirations to do this. They just didn't know when. Man, old Al yesterday apparently that that old ass stadium. So I did, I, I, Go ahead, Nick. Kyle, I'm sorry. I'm just saying that old ass stadium being being repurposed into a, like a state of the art facility would make my heart happy because it's, it's it's such a it's it's kind of a, a treasure to to downtown St. Pete. It's it's just got so so much history. Bay Ruth played there for fuck's sakes. So I just want to run this. He this probably hit balls into that water. I want to run this by you uh, you guys real quick. Uh, so MLS currently has 20 teams. Um, they want to, they're going to expand to 24, 20. So Miami's going to get one. Atlanta's going to get one. Minnesota and Los Angeles are going to get one. And, uh, and then there'll be another four. So they want to do 28 teams. You so, think that's going to be too many teams? There's going to, you want to do three teams in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to, I mean, we, the NFL does it, but I know, but NFL. that's no offense, but that's not the NFL. Well, here, here's the thing. There already was one in Miami. They were called the Miami Fusion, but they uh, they got defunct the same year the Mutiny did in 2001. So, of lack of attention or attendance? I guess so. I mean, or the league just couldn't financially do it anymore. Well, buddy, but, a, a buddy if, mine, I, uh... if I was the, the commissioner of a multi-million dollar, you know, not company, right? what would you call it? League? League, yeah. Uh, if I represented the MLS and I saw that that was the story and two teams went defunct in the same year in the same state because of attendance issues, I would be leery of putting a third team after you said, is it set in stone that Miami's getting one? No, it's yeah. not. No, 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 not at all. I talked to oh. a friend of mine, Patrick, who's a big Rowdies fan. He, he said a big reason why they're pushing for this MLS bid is because the Miami thing is, is has kind of fallen through. Oh, I see that now. Yeah, it says pending stadium. Agreement. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah. So, so they don't have a stadium, so they haven't been officially awarded the team yet. Right. Uh, Kyle, to, to elaborate what Jared was saying in the chat, uh, Promotion regulation basically means that the teams that finish in last, like the bottom, I don't know, say five, oh. will get demoted to a lower league. Uh, and then they have to win that league to get back up to the top league. So it's Premier, how they do it in like England, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Isn't that called relegation? Yeah, relegation and promotion. Awesome. Yep. Cleveland Browns go down. Alabama do comes up. The, do that for <laughs> baseball. Just do it. Yeah. Cleveland Browns versus the Bama. Yeah. Whoever wins stays in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I, I like where you're going with the baseball thing, Nick. That's a good idea. Seriously, like, like if the Rays can't beat the, you know, and it should be the representative team in the area. Like, yeah, but sud- sud- suddenly you have, you have like the South Georgia Hancocks, you know, in, in Major League Baseball. <laughs> with Evan Longoria on it. With a stadium, like, with a stadium that can only seat like 11,000. And they're like, we're in baseball now. Like yeah, can you imagine that? Like the constant minor league teams playing a Tropicana Field and be like, "Oh, the attendance looks the same." Yeah, pretty much. Zing. Yeah, yeah, the Razor, the Razor, and 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 Triple A. So, so we we got a Triple A schedule that like they're they're hamming egg in it on the on the tour on the bus all the way there, like 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 minor leaguers. <laughs> we used to take planes. Shut up! Yeah, Evan. they're just bussing it everywhere. <laughs> oh God. Oh shit! Speaking of the Rays, I th- I that's a good segue. Then let's let's talk let's talk a little bit about the Rays because there was there was some Rays news that came out this week. Uh, 
of course, there's because an addition. you've got winter meetings, but there's a huge addition at, at the catcher position. Uh, is it Wilson Ramos? Is that what it is? Wilson Ramos is his name. Wilson Ramos is. He played for the uh, Nationals, I believe. Nationals. He's won the Silver Manals. Slugger. He is a uh, uh, an all-star, and he's signed to a two-year deal for the Rays. Yeah, last year had his had a career year in batting average, RBIs, and on base percentage. That's well. Here's the caveat: we're not going to see him until mid season this year. Well, wait, why? He's got it. He's he's he had a torn ACL last year. Yeah, tore his ACL. Great. I didn't know that. I'm going to temper my joy now. <laughs> so that's 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 why. Thanks, reality. <laughs> that's why we could afford him. <laughs> he's. He he's he's gonna Willy Taggart us, man. He's gonna he's gonna be here for a couple years, make his name, and then fuck Somebody off to somewhere just else. Willy Taggart us on the way to a World Series. I don't care if you leave us; just leave us in the best place ever. I'm okay with that. Yeah, just, transition. Just give us a. <laughs> speaking of Willy, Ta- <laughs> speaking of Willy Taggarting yeah. somebody. <laughs> Wait, is that all we want to talk about with the? I mean, that's a. That's a yep. It's okay. No, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a I big. I mean, I've got I've, the only other the only other worthy note that I had is I'm surprised that we don't have any starters gone yet. But if you think about it, that's exactly what Ray's ownership does. Oh shit! Speaking of starters, Chris Sale to the Red Sox. Fuck me. That that sucks. <laughs> yeah, great. Now, great. now they're gonna, yeah. now their pitching staff's going to be better than ours. Shit. <laughs> Goddamn. See, they're 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 tired of being raised, so they're they're going to raise us. They're going to. Pitch David yeah. Price and Chris Sale and who's the other who's the other guy they got? Pitchy McGee, uh, Rick Porcello, Porcello. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pitchy McGee. McGee. That was probably a name from the 1940s. But... <laughs> Old Pitchy McGee with the yeah. windup. Hey, here's a fastball, clocking in at 75 mile an hour fastball. Because they didn't have they they somehow didn't, couldn't get it over the 600 foot center field wall. They didn't have drugs back then, so like they're like 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 80 was like burning up the the the, the gun. Couldn't have drugs back then. <laughs> they did. They just didn't know what they were sticking into their bodies. Exactly. Like, Let's put this kerosene. Maybe that'll make me go faster. God. They just had cigarettes and whores back then. They Lefty McGee died today. Nate Bruce obviously thought that liquor made him go faster. So. <laughs> oh, well, geez. and cabbage. Yep. He cheated and he used cabbage. He went through three cabbage leaves a game. So, do we want to transition wait, to wait, USF? Wait, wait, Nick. What? Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> three cabbage. I, I was just gonna gloss over. <laughs> oh, that no, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, so, what he did was he would line his baseball cap with cabbage leaves because it would keep his head cooler, and he would go through three sets, one every three innings. Today I learned. Today I learned. Okay. How much time do we have? Okay, yeah, let's 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 cover one more thing before we move on. Um, All right, to to so transition, transition, yeah, big big news in uh, the world of college sports, local college sports. Local college sports. This was this was near and dear to our our hearts. Very recently, uh, I mean, it's so funny too because this 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 program was like up until what four months ago. Kind of either way for us. Yep. Kind of when I joined. Yeah. Well, it, it yeah. Became, to be honest with you, Willie Taggart is fucked off. Fucked off to Oregon. <laughs> he literally so went to the opposite corner of this country. He's like, nope. He wanted to get as far thing. away from Tampa as possible. What's that? What's that tell uh, you, Tampa? 
We're shitty. We're shitty fans. We're a shitty market. Everybody hates us. Nobody wants I to just, be a part of us. I just want to talk about like the people today that were to all of a sudden acting like he wasn't that good of a coach and Quentin Flowers saved the program. Yeah. Like wait, it, wait, wait what? Quentin Flowers? They said that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah, like, you know, good coaches don't need good players. That's not a thing. But uh, I'm not I'm not so listen, much bitter about this. Listen, they, or, oh, go ahead, Kyle. I'm, sorry. I'm just I'm not so much bitter about this than I have been with other coaches, um, you know, other. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm not so, so, so much bitter about this because I, I can understand the move because USF being in the conference that they are in and. You know, Oregon being the team that it is. I think uh, – I forget who said it in the pa- – somebody said it in the paper today. There's an article that I read. But basically it's like he's – where else is he going to go that, that he has a legitimate shot to win a national title? I mean, Oregon is that place. So he can legitimately win a national title there if, if Alabama yeah, shits the bed. That's you can't do at USF. He's just much more likely to do it at Oregon. Right. The so, whole thing is like this is not like you're – this is not like Dirk Coder taking the Cowboys job or something like that. Like the you know there's there's no lateral it's not a lateral move I guess is the best way to there's put no it. Such thing of that as that in college football you could just say an up and rising program or you can say you know a program that has the vaunted name like say Texas or, or yeah. you know Anthony and I think Anthony I think you put it perfectly in the chat they have Nike money yeah they do they yeah that Nike money <laughs> yeah no like just look up pictures of the locker room. Like and you'll see the difference in program. Look at pictures of their head coaching's the their head coaches uh, quarters. There's a fucking spa in his office. Yeah. yeah, like it's it's just a whole other level. And I don't care how set up you think you have it. When they come knocking at your door and give you this kind of opportunity, it's hard to say no, especially when you're at a place like USF that doesn't even have its own stadium. Doesn't like. Uh... Doesn't Oregon aren't they don't they doesn't their basketball team have that cool stadium where like it's it's like the you see the trees on the on the court yeah. and everything the yeah floor, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude they're athletic Oregon you, yeah I've been Oregon. to Eugene, the, Oregon the, the owner of Nike graduated from there it's like it's their test ground yeah so, yeah I've been I've been to Eugene it's it's beautiful it's a beautiful place hey, good for him weeds legal there fucking trees and 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 cold weather <laughs> ducks the Garrett Blunt punched a, a dude in the face. I mean, yeah, fuck yeah, Oregon. I mean, I, I'm I'm a little bitter as as a budding USF uh, faithful, but, but it's called new salt. For what me. can you I do? Think that's a good term for it. I'm what? like new newly found salt. Well, I think another thing is is like this is a, it just it it's uh, it's <laughs> it's no this is a good thing. This is a good thing as opposed to as opposed Kyle, to you go. what. Yep. Oh, as opposed to somebody getting fired, you know, somebody got poached by a real by by a power conference team. Like that's I a guess, good thing. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. And then you have you have uh, the the likes of Lane Kiffin being thrown around. Greg Schiano. Yeah. Well, okay. So I've heard Lane Kiffin. I've heard um, Charlie Strong. Yep. I would. That, all, that's my pick. Charlie, Charlie Strong. Strong. Yeah. yeah. Strong would be a yep. pick. He knows the area. He coached at Florida. I've even he's heard off, he's coming off of a shit job with te- a shit like situation that he was in with Texas. Yeah, but that's too like much pressure. That. Anytime I, I mentioned Texas for a reason, because that's a place where if you don't win, I mean, look how many years he had. And he, when he was there, he did do one thing, and that's change the culture. Because when he came in, kids were getting arrested. 
Dude. They were, it, I mean, it was bad. It was around the time I started paying attention to college football. And I remember thinking, well, Texas is a place that fucking sucks. That's true. And Willie Strong, or, well, or Charlie here's Strong the... reminds me a lot of Willie Taggart. I mean, as far as like their demeanor and like the, yeah. Similar, yeah. yeah. He's a recruiter too, which is what something that you need. Because like USF doesn't just recruit itself as a program. Like, no. like you have to go out and get and find those kids and get them to come to your school. And Not to mention, it would help, as you alluded to earlier, Anthony, that he has Florida ties. And once you can, it, it's it's not considered poaching if it's in your own backyard. You know, if you could steal one from Florida or Florida State or Miami here and there, then good on you. And the thing is, like, he's got a whoever, whatever coach comes in has to rescue the class that Taggart had in place, the recruiting class, because those guys can all decommit and go elsewhere now. Right. True. Like they could before anyway, but like now that Taggart's gone, they have more incentive to. So. It's you true, better, but you know what? The, better bring in somebody a, that can sorry, recruit. I mean, no, you're fine. Well, I was just going to say Go that ahead. this is where maybe a name sake comes in. And I know we've been burnt by that name, you know, sake, and then the endorsement by a certain person um, here in the area. But I think it would be rather beneficial for us to to go out and get somebody who's established in college football and maybe bring a little bit of credibility. It's not like we didn't have it. We just had a fucking 10 win season. I mean, come on. Yeah. What about um... that? Kyle, you said something earlier that I think really, really kind of was the nail in the head to why Taggart left. And that's we didn't get to the big 12. Yeah. What what do you think of these uh, this Greg Schiano thing? His name's been thrown around. No, don't do it. Schiano no. back in Tampa. You think there's too much bl- bad blood there still? He was never. I don't. Like, I think he's he made a great. Go ahead. He, Go ahead. You were first. He made Rutgers a good program, which is hard because Rutgers is not exactly like in a, in an area recruiting is great and all that stuff. But I feel like USF can do better. To be quite honest with you, yeah, I, I really feel right. like they can. I, I, and I'm not saying that because like I'm a homer or anything like that. I think Taggart's put the program in a really good position. And I think somebody that could come in and keep that momentum going in the same way that Taggart did, which is picking up local kids, not going too far outside the box, you know, keep keeping Tampa locked down in, in certain aspects. You can't keep everybody because some of those, the big stars are going to go to the bigger schools right. most of the time, but Somebody who wants to keep doing that because I know Shiano's going to fucking come in here and want to do his his own philosophy and all that stuff and toes in the line all that bullshit that doesn't That's... resonate with kids. And listen, USF is a program that needs to keep doing things like Taggart and just have fun. If you watch their games, they're always having fun on the sidelines and all that stuff. It needs to keep it lighthearted because no one's going to want to come here if it's some hard ass like Greg Shiano. I'm just it's, I'm sorry, just no no one's going to want to come here. Why would I go to USF if if I don't like the coach? There's no other reason to. I would love Charlie Strong or Lane Kiffin, one of those two. Either I think of those. Lane Kiffin would be good hire too. Let it be. In, I was about to say, like, as much as we're on Charlie Strong's bandwagon, like, if Lane Kiffin comes in, because you understand his his he kind of not grew up, but Monty Kiffin was a uh, a Bucks defensive coordinator for a really long time. Yeah, he's got ties to the area as well. That's a big name. Oh God, that would be great. Oh, either of those two would be awesome. The only the only problem with Lane Kiffin that I have is that what he did to Tennessee, which is a, <laughs> a huge program, and he left after one year to go to USC at a gigantic program like Tennessee. 
So you say that, what is he gonna do? What is he gonna do if he has a good year? Good year next year with USF? And just oh, that's true. No, you're, you're right. Because what if like the Michigan State job opens up, or what if you know just because he's he's not coming here to stay. No, this he's is coming a, here to take a step to a bigger job if he comes here. Whereas I would assume Charlie Strong would say, "No, I've tried the big market. I've failed. I want to like this is a budding. I I, I would see us." You know, and to put it into retail terms, I would see us as that, you know, fixer upper with the potential rather than a nice house. Yeah. Well, the thing with Charlie, too, is he stuck at Louisville for a while before they were in the ACC, if you remember, with Teddy Bridgewater and all that stuff. Yes, he did. And yeah, he stuck there a while. And and the only job that could prime away from it was fucking Texas. And they got more money than God over there. So it I, I like I think Charlie Strong would be an amazing hire for usf an amazing hire Jer- i think he the recruiting would stay just where it was i think he'd be perfect for the area and i think he's the perfect kind of coach for this kind of school i think there he's, was a good, he's a good transition more... too from willie from from willie taggart i mean the the the, the personalities yeah. are, are kind of similar go ahead nick there was one more candidate that had been the name had been thrown out and i don't know what his name is but he is the offensive coordinator slash assistant head coach to the florida state seminoles Rick Passaccia? Um, that's a name that's no. been thrown around. The special, the old, yes, the, special the, the, the special team coach for the Bucks, yeah, Chargers. Yeah. I'd be okay yeah. with that. That's a good. That's an area hire too. What about Les Miles? He's out there. Hey, no, nah, he's he, not coming. He's not coming here. You don't think so? What? No. He won really? a national no. championship. He's he, he's going to big. big no, I just, uh, Anybody know college basketball? Any any bit at all? Fuck no. Basketball. He's the head coach of. He's the head coach of Southern Methodist University right now. He he used to be a head coach in the Larry NBA, Brown. but he was that's it. Yeah. Guys like that love going to the little programs where they can do everything and be God. Like pro people who are, have gone to big programs and have been kicked out or in other ways have been removed from their position love going to the little pond where they're the huge fish. I guess you're right. I mean it's a possibility, but I, I don't see it. The thing with the thing with USF is you're probably going to have to hire somebody on the younger side, unless you can get somebody like Charlie Strong, who's a special case, considering he's already had a shot at the big job and it didn't work out and stuff like that. You know, Les Miles won national championships at LSU and all that stuff. You'd have to think he's probably going to shoot a little higher than USF. I don't know. He's kind of blacklisted, and, then, and we're aiming pretty high right now. We're, we're trending up. It's true. I don't know. It could. I the only thing with Les Miles is that his his time at LSU, uh, the offense was fucking terrible for like four to five years, and I think USF is so built on offense right now. You almost have to bring in somebody that's that's offensive minded because the defense isn't strong enough to carry the team. Hmm. Good good point. And you got you got a quarterback that uh, you can mold. Either either way, yeah. I'm really proud of all of us for this talking this much and in, in depth for college football. Actually, we, we've well, talked. it's interesting. It's interesting because we saw what with, what was going on with Taggart. We saw it building, like you know, and he's he's recruiting so well every year, and everything's coming together. And you just want to make sure that keeps going. That's why I'm saying that they don't have to make an extremely flashy hire. They just have to bring in somebody who's willing to just keep this thing rolling in the right direction. That's true. Good point. And if you and if and if the guy comes in and leaves in three years, then well, whatever, just do it again. Like that's that's just the way it's got to go. I mean, uh, that might be how we have to operate. Yeah. Look, if that's for a non-power five team, that's what you want. 
you want your coaches to be sought after because that means you're doing a good job hiring. We have a good opponent this bowl game, right? Uh, South Carolina, you're playing Will Muschamp. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you, so do you think Taggart coaches the last game? No, he's already gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's, he's oh, been so. hired, yeah. They already did the press conference at Oregon and stuff like that today. They uh, they welcomed him to the flock, as the AD said. Now I hate him. Yeah, I know. It sucks. I'm... Uh, uh, I just I, I just looked at Twitter and it was like they had a big old banner on this on that side with him and his stupid organ. Thing. <laughs> he just he just built a house here, you asshole. That'll be a nice summer house. Whatever, you're dead to me. Lane Kiffin coming to my arms. Lane Kiffin coming <laughs> to my arms and then leave. Rescue us from our woeful, you know, you know it. I'm just pissed off because we got ten wins, first time I, in ever school history. I know first we don't we don't we don't ever. get to have that man. We don't get to ha- be one of those cool schools in in Florida where everybody's like, "Hey, who are you rooting for?" <laughs> or USF, and you know we don't get to have that guy who's a super fan on Twitter who just fucking tweets about USF all day and nothing else. And then when a player goes from USF to the Buccaneers, he tweets all about that player and how good that player is. Nope. Like we don't get to have and that the whole, guy. The whole thing. Is- the biggest thing for me is the recruiting. Like Taggart was starting to get the attention of some recruits that USF has never got the attention of, and like that—that that would have been nice. Yeah. That's why I say we need a huge name. We we have to get that. Like we have to capture that momentum. Because... If there's one thing, if there's one thing that Lane Kiffin has always done in every place he's gone is recruit. Even if his coaching wasn't that great, he's always recruited. Alrighty, and you know what? You know what? This seems like a really odd, similar way without the trading and draft picks and everything of the pro footballness is this is, we need our John Gruden to come in after a Tony Dungy. We need somebody to come in and knock us over. And be- How long before someone writes that article, John Gruden to USF? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man. If there's one thing John Gruden can't do, it's coach young talent. Trust me. I know this. I'm a Bucks <laughs> fan. Okay. He, he fucking, we had the oldest team in the league. Like he doesn't, he just doesn't do it. He needs vets. Yep. I tell you what, man, that vet, that that old veteran uh, Willie Taggart there. He's he's a cheesesteak away from being a duck guy. Quack. Okay, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go Bulls, man. Go Bulls. Who do you, yeah, go Bulls, man. <laughs> Who even watches Monday Night Football anymore? Seriously, it's 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 a it's a, it's a, it's a big shit show. It's terrible now. Yeah. It's all about Sunday night football now. So, yeah, it is. Sunday night football is shit. Oh, fuck you both. Saturday night football. Uh, fuck Man. you. Fuck you both. Wednesday night <laughs> football is uh, where it's at. What F- about? F- featuring the, vo- the voices of uh, Jeff Saturday. <laughs> oh, really? That's a big reach. And, and Matt Vaskurgeon. The kicker? No, he's the he, he did the thing. Okay, let's let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll talk Bucks and Lightning on the other side. Welcome back, everybody. Seamless transition into the second half. Yep. Whoosh. Do we want to talk about the Lightning now, or should we talk about the? Yeah, Bucks? let's just, let's just get them out of the way. All right, we get got the, yeah. <laughs> brush them out. Of the, there was a game, well, guys. There was two games. Oh, I thought it was just one. I think. It was funny when it was just one. It's been like three days since they played, so I'm not. I know we lost one nothing to Carolina in overtime. And then we beat the Cavs. The same on a game. Box one. 
right after the Bucks one, we lost that game like two seconds later. That's right. Can't have anything. That was my first moment this year of being a bad fan because I did not know they were playing. Yeah, it was a weird time. It started like five or something like that. It, it kind of no, took five. Like, it took the high off the Bucks win a little bit because I was like, ah, oh, fuck, man. Like, why, why are the Lightning doing so shitty? <laughs> so we lost. We lost four or five of the Blues. Uh, that was a bad game for Vasilevsky. He's he had two bad games in a row, to be honest with you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then we came back and beat the Capitals in a shootout, which was a good, a really good game to watch, even though there wasn't a lot of scoring. And then one nothing with the Hurricanes. Which is news fast and overtime. Like, wait, trip and fall into a four game break, a four day break. Yeah, that was a back to back. So four day break. Uh, they need it bad. They need it real bad. And you uh, know, can I tell you the truth? I'm really happy to see this Canucks team staring us right in the face. Yeah, they're bad. Um, I there's still concerns. I still have some concerns, but they kind of got off the. Sh- I want to say they got off the slump a little. They've been playing better. It's just haven't been getting the wins. Uh, and as much as they were earlier in the year, uh, uh, two wins out of I th- eight I games. Feel like... That's that's two wins out of eight games. Yeah, it's a bad. It was a bad stretch. The Blue Jackets kicked our ass. The Bruins kicked our ass. Yeah, but we won four to five on the road to go into it. Yeah, we had a good road trip right before that. Um, well, the the good news know. is it's, uh, it's still early. Drew Druin's coming uh, uh, is expected to be, be coming back as is uh, uh, Ryan Callahan and. Um, so Jason and they hate and, it, yeah, crazy. Jason Garrison, Matthias Olin is back. <laughs> Wait, what? No, he's not. He's not back. <laughs> no, I thought I read that we we resigned him. Or was Someone that, got you with an old tweet. Was that fake news? Oh, okay, all right, never mind. It was an old tweet from when we actually did resign. Him. I got I got Donald Trumped. <laughs> yep. Okay. I can't believe you actually. That guy's got degenerative knee problems. God. I don't know, man. Well, I saw yeah. it on Twitter. I thought I thought it was real news. Uh, yeah. Fuck me, right? Yep. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, anything else? I mean... Not really. I mean, it's just the same old, same old for okay. the most part. They didn't play a lot this week, so there's not a lot to talk about. Yeah, we're, we're in the dog days of hockey. Yep. Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing the New Orleans Saints this week, and we've already, we've already discussed the... Uh, the previous game on the Rapper Reaction podcast. If you want to check that out, just go one podcast back, literally, and, and listen to our. I was I was irritable on that podcast. I don't know why. I was just like, you were ready to fight. I was like sleepy. Yeah, dude. I was like, yeah, I'm not ready to crown the Bucks. Anything. You're like, fuck you. Why they didn't earn it? What? I was sleepy. I don't know. I think I, I'm gonna jump the gun. I think I get what you're saying now because it's like we were in this position last year going into the, going into the Saints game. At six and we're six and six, something like that, going against like a a a horrible Saints team, and the the Saints proceed to beat us. So uh, I don't think I I don't think Anthony, you were being unreasonable on the last podcast by saying by still having the wait and see approach because we've been here before. So um, this this really stinks of a trap game to me, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. It, does. <laughs> it seems like one of those games that the guys would go in the locker room and post the Tampa Bay Times article wrote, written about them, and like, fuck. Especially because we fucking we just got flexed to Sunday Night Football the next week. Oh, exactly boy. against the Cowboys in Dallas. This game got flexed. It was a one o'clock game. Now it's a four thirty game of the week. Yeah. Oh, are we? Getting, mean, are we getting Joe Joe Buck on this game? This is we're probably getting the B team. Oh. We're getting Marv Albert and and, and uh, yeah, 
Dick Stockton yeah. or whatever. Yeah. New Orleans lost a pretty important game for them last week to Detroit. So Boo. yeah, but this game still has playoff implications. So they'll give us a decent crew. We need to get dude every win pretty much from this. Every game needs to be a win from this point out. I think if we're if we have a realistic shot of making it, don't yeah. you think? Oh, absolutely. Well, maybe could we drop one and go ten? We could drop one. I think going three and one, we could be fair into the playoffs. We could drop the Cowboys game because we've been ten and six. We've been ten and six before and didn't make it. If you remember, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie, guys. Uh, With all this momentum we have going our way and the cylinders we're firing on, I don't see a team that could play us on our best day and beat us, other than Dallas. That's 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 a big statement because there's a lot of good teams. Uh, but listen, the rest of our schedule is shaping up to be pretty manageable, to be honest with you, outside of the Dallas game. Yeah, I, I think that this this what I said last week too, as well about the about the Buccaneers saying humble. I think they are doing. I think Dirk Cutter even in the in his locker room speech told everybody to, to you know shut the fuck up and stay humble. Carry st- a big stick. Yeah, carry a big fucking stick. Yeah, that that, that was his words. So yeah. um, I love that. Finally, cuss. I, I I really don't think that they're letting their heads get too big on this four game streak. I really think that they need to. That I think they're they're pretty self aware of of um, the challenges that face them in the next four games. Uh, I just hope they play like that. Yeah. This is a. I just. I think it comes down to. I hope they realize that there's a real chance at this in front of them. Uh, this isn't like, you know, a pipe dream where four other teams need to lose and all that stuff. And no, this is know, them and their own destiny. Yeah, they got. They've got complete control. They just got to keep winning. And uh, boy, that'd be something, wouldn't it? It that'd would. Be awesome. I think. I think the offense in this game is going to come out and do their thing, as they have done in the last four games. It's really gonna. We're, it's really gonna come down again. Once again, okay, we're we're gonna find out who our defense is. Like, are, are, can they can they maintain this level of play that they've had over the last four games? That that's gonna be. This is gonna be a huge test. I mean, this is Drew Brees we're talking about. This is a, this is a Hall of Fame quarterback that we're going up against. So, uh, I, uh, I think Stephen was it Stephen White. There was somebody on Twitter talked about the Saints would be a top team in the NFL if their defense was any good. And I just want to rattle off some stats if I can. Sure, um, please do. First in total yards with 428 per game. This is New Orleans offense. First in passing yards with 319 per game. Twelfth in rushing yards with 109. Second in points with 28 game and first and first downs with 49.7 percent on third down conversions Shush. yeah uh to compare that the bucks are 12th 13th 17th 16th and 7th in those categories and we think our offense is really good uh so yeah dude they're, <laughs> yeah. they're no slouch new yeah. orleans is no fucking slouch man yeah um if there was a game, I remember if I were Drew Brees, I forget who he's throwing to, but every fucking third down, that guy just gets him. He just yeah. gets him. It doesn't he's matter. Like, doesn't, doesn't, yeah. He, and he, there's, it's noted that with his three picks last week, he, he doesn't really do back to back bad weeks. Yep. No. So to counter that, here's their defense. Uh, total yards are 26 with 374. Uh, passing guards are 31st with 276. Rushing yards are 11th, so that's not bad. 
Uh, points, they're 27th or 30th with 27 points, and they allow 40% of third downs against. So that's good for 21st. Yeah, so their defense is bad. We're one of the best teams so in the our, league the on third down. Good. Yeah. Actually, yeah, our defense is really good on third down too, actually. So. Well, I think it's gonna it's really going to come down to our defense once again, as it has the last four games. So we're, we're really going to see – who these who these guys are made of? Um, oh boy, this is a this is a lar- this is a tall order for them. Yeah, the, uh, I worry about the secondary most of all. I do. So uh, we we don't normally do this, but over under fifty points for the game between the two teams. Over easy. Yeah, over. Uh, I. I would guess it would be a shootout. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go under. If we're gonna win it, it's gonna be a shootout. Really? You think it's gonna be under fifty? I'll say under fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do that. Man, Tampa, that would be a good day, even in uh, Drew Brees and check if we keep them under twenty-five. The whole thing is the offense is gonna have to be consistent because New Orleans is probably gonna get their points. Like as well, the defense might play well enough to limit those points, but they're gonna get their points with that kind of offense. They are. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, hmm. We're gonna we're gonna need some turnovers for sure. Oh yeah, you know yeah. I, I think the secondary has has been playing a lot better. I think I I like the the play of our safeties uh, because it, it, it they have a very physical presence to them, uh, and I think that they they aren't so good in coverage, which kind of bodes well does not bode well for us in this game. Uh, yeah. so I don't know. We'll see. You know, maybe the, maybe the corner, maybe, maybe Vernon Hargraves and, and, and Alteron Werner and, uh, uh, Brent Grimes, maybe they can hold steady and, um, the pass rush, the pass rush needs to come through. Yeah. I think it's gotta be, yeah. Ruby's can help me pocket. Yep. Guys, I, we're, we're talking, we're talking a lot of things that sound like, uh, some keys to winning this game, you know what I'm saying? And I think I think we we just need yeah. to go. We gotta go whole hog here, and uh, we gotta get some keys to the game. Hell's and good, hell's and good, hell. Okay. I mean, just beautifully crafted lyrics. My first key to the game is you got to start with a little butter. You got to melt that butter down. Got to melt it down. You got to add some flour to that. And you got to stir. You got to stir that baby. You got to stir it. You just got to keep stirring. You got to keep stirring, stirring, stirring. Let that let that thicken up. Let it get nice and dark. And then you got to add your onions. You got to add your celery. You got to add your garlic. Okay, you got to get those in there. Uh, you got to get your chicken broth in there. Maybe get some shrimp. Maybe get some crawdads. 
uh, maybe some potatoes, anything you want. Okay, you got you to gotta get a stew going. You got to get that gumbo going uh, for your, 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 your goddamn gumbo to win the game. Uh, so, you know, my, my first key to the game is the Buccaneers have to get that roux going, that perfect roux, uh, in order to win the football game. So instead of pound that rock, it's stir that roux? Stir that roux, baby. Stir that roux. That's my first key to the game. Which is also, you know, cooking tip. Ah, that's a twofer. Mm -hmm. Speaking of two, my second key to the game is directly what I said about Drew Brees and his pocket earlier, and we need to dirty up that pocket. So everybody go into Ray J, go to the beach beforehand, get a, get a pocket full of sand, ah. get your pocket sand, and, and make sure you, you go in the stadium and you got to fill Drew Brees' pockets with sand because nobody likes sand in their pocket and nobody can operate very well in a sandy pocket. I'm just saying, give him a sandy pocket. My second key to the game. Uh, wait, wait, my wait, key wait. to the game is is uh, we got to make sure that uh, skinny Sean Payton doesn't come back. Got to make sure that uh, fat Sean Payton is here to stay. Uh, can't have him getting fit in the sideline, running down the field to get that timeout just before the clock goes to zero. Just got to make sure he's well fed this weekend. Skinny Sean Payton? There yeah, a... he used to be really fat. Now he's fit. Oh, really? I didn't know that. No, he used to be really fit, and now he's gaining weight. That's why I was saying. Oh, can't sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Weight. That's what I meant. I, I said it backwards. <laughs> fat Sean Payton. I didn't know that. All right, cool. Pocket sand. Pocket sand. <laughs> All right, keys of the game. Hell's a good hell. Hell is not good, guys. <laughs> just, just so you know, hell is not good. Boy, boy, oh boy. Uh, I, uh, I really hope we come ready to to, to play some defense in this game. That I, I think, Anthony, you hit you hit the nail on the head. Uh, we, we've entered the hacky take portion of of the podcast, but really. You got to put pressure on Drew Brees. That's that's really what it comes down to. That's the most hack fucking thing I could say. But you got to put pressure on the guy. I mean, you got to do it with four. Got to do it four without because if you blitz, if you rely on blitzing to get pressure on the Saints, he'll eat you up it's over tear the middle. Apart. Yeah, they've got too many. They've got too many weapons, and he's too good. He's too good at recognizing that. You know, it's like it's like do you God. Remember? Why don't you just retire already? Fucking God. <sighs> I don't know. Just retire. I hope I hope he has one of those shitty games where he throws four interceptions. I hope that's what happens. He's never done it back to back, man. Uh, yeah, no. But I remember we, we we got one of those games once. It was glorious. It's true, hey, you know it's fucking glorious. I mean, the, the over the overrated Lions beat him, so we should. And be he to is as old as he's ever been. That's true. I mean, if the defensive line can play, you know, half of what they've been, or I, I don't know. I mean, it, Spence isn't Spence hurt. No, Spence is fine. I think I think we've got a full accoutrement of of our defensive linemen. We've we've got we've got Robert it Ayers. Looks like Gol- it looks like Golston's going to come back. Golston's back. Gerald McCoy. We've got Noah Spence. We've got Akeem Spence. We've got Clinton McDonald. I mean, they're all all the all the players are there. So, um, 
that's that's one good thing that we have going for us. Um, I don't know. I think we, I think we could. We, we got a shot this game. We got a legitimate shot. I mean, I'll say this much. I I like the Bucks offense. I like the you know the plus minus whatever ratio you want to call it. I like the uh, the Bucks when it comes to the matchup against the, the their defense against our offense. And I trust us more on defense against their offense than if it was my, if I had their defense. So maybe that's the tipping point because for all all the stats that Anthony read off, um, I heard earlier that the Saints are the best fantasy team for um, tight ends, and all that tells me is they have a really soft secondary. Hmm, that's true. And who who is this guy that we just picked up? Huff. Huff. Who's this? Who's this Huff gentleman? Um, former Oregon player. Chip Kelly drafted him while he was at Philly. Uh, uh-huh. quick little speedy wide receiver who has uh some legal trouble. Is uh would he, wouldn't he be considered a slot guy? Yeah, he scored a touchdown against us last year uh, when Jameis had that huge game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Benny, is it Bonino? What's his? What's the Freddie Martino? Freddie Martino. Freddie Martino's has been pretty he, pretty. He's good. gonna take a bigger role. I've watched. Yeah. He, and you've got. He was arrested with marijuana and a firearm in his vehicle. That's oh, why he was by come on! Who who doesn't want to smoke some weed and, and fucking shoot a gun? Those are the two best things you could do. It's America. America. Okay. Fucking shoot a gun and smoke some weed all, every day if I could. Okay, so I mean, give give, give the guy a fucking break. He didn't punch he a had, goddamn uh, taxi driver, at least. Yeah, he didn't. He, he had last, last year in his in a he played eleven games. He had twenty catches for two hundred twenty four yards and three touchdowns. Okay, what was his forty so, time? <laughs> he he runs a four five fast. four five forty. Okay, Al Davis. That's four five is pretty good. God damn it. Yeah, okay. Well, let's just pick mm, was it Hayward Bay over What was Crabtree? Darius, I wonder what Darius yeah, Hayward Bay? That's what, the joke. What, what would you say what Darius Darius Hayward Bay's 40 time was? It was like 4-2, 4-3. Was very very quickly. Very, I'm going to say ran very quickly. I'm going to say 4 I'm going to say no, 4-4 four, four is like the like the standard. 4-3.5. Four, 4-3.5. So, I'll say I'll say I'll say a 4-0. 4 Josh Huff has those Michael Pittman arms. 4.30. Jesus Christ. 4.30. Quick. Quick, quick motherfucker. Yeah. Too bad bad he sucks. Yeah, he got hands like concrete. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. The, oh, that, that dude can really run really fast. Can he catch the ball? Uh, no, let's uh, push the teams and tell the tackle things. Let's Ooh. just let's just hand him the ball. <laughs> it's it's no surprise that the Raiders are now finally good after Al Davis is dead. It's he's, you called God, it. Damn. No, no, no. Here, Kyle oh, it's true. Out yeah, Al Davis has been keeping him down for years. He's just he's too old school for yeah, him. And, the, and then his son looks like Eric Cartman when he turned ginger. Wait, what? <laughs> one Are you serious? Yeah, look, look up his son. Yeah, Mark Under, Davis, I think. Mark Davis. I think. Yeah. He's like, you just you just talked to that kid, and now you don't want to kill. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> look at the image. Holy shit! What the fuck? 
What is happening? Why would you get your hair cut like that, man? Seriously. Like, who does it? Who, Especially that color. That, that guy is worth billions. And why Why doesn't someone pull him aside and be like, dude, come on. Dude, scroll, scroll down a little bit. Look at his Miami Vice suit with as he pulls his sunglasses down a little bit. Just scroll down. God, Al Davis was bad looking. In his oh, last is it this? This right here? No, is keep it? going. Keep going. There's a better one. Just keep going. You'll see it. This is terrible for podcasts. <laughs> oh, my God. Right there. Right. There. Oh, my God. <laughs> come on. You see it? Why the fuck? He's got a he's got a red bull cut. He looks like it reminds me of Dumb and Dumber. He looks like an older, fatter John Gruden, kind of. <laughs> but just like, why the fuck? Who? I, see, we came full circle. Mark Davis for the USF job. Got it. Nailed he's it. got he's got. Oh my god! Who does who who lets him walk out of the house like that? Well, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Yeah, he's got to have some kind of like personal like a consultant that's got to have his public image in, in mind. I don't know, dude. Our, our uh, ne- Mark, maybe not go out looking like a, a, a doll. Our next president's got, it's got some fucking hair going on, man. Some hair issues. All right, all right, bold right. predictions for the Bucks game. <laughs> okay, I'll, I like that. Bold prediction for the for the next Bucks. Uh, is anybody tracking bold predictions from the last game? Did do we do we did we hit on any or? I don't know. I don't I remember. remember yeah, I don't remember either. Um, okay, uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go bold. I'll say Drew Brees has another multi-interception game. How about that? Damn it, Kyle! All right, I'll have to come up with a new one. I know. <laughs> talk about this for a second. <laughs> you can do. You can. You can talk about sacks. You can talk about Jameis Winston throwing touchdowns. You can. You can talk. Oh, about I know that. what I could do. Okay. Don't you tell me. Okay. I'm gonna say that Cameron Braid has three touchdowns this week. Holy shit. Yep. I need that because fucking fantasy fantasy playoffs start this week, so I got Cameron Braid on, on on my team. I need that. I'll go a different route. Doug Martin, not only does he go over the hundred yard mark, he gets two touchdowns. Oh. Is, oh would oh, that wait. be the would that be the first time he's gone beyond a hundred yards since he came back from injury? I think that would be. Alrighty. Doug Martin hits hundred yards. Fellas, we thought this was going to be a long podcast. We we're we're we're, we're uh, tracking right on time here. We got everything out that we needed to get out. I think that was yeah. very well well portioned out, gentlemen. Yeah. Yep. I think had us a nice little rant at the end. By by virtue of the fact that the lightning uh, aren't doing just, so well, are just, yeah, are just a thing right now. There's really anything to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Every if you, want to look, if you want to hear more about the lightning, just Bolts Prospect podcast. Exactly. Oh, 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 there you go. That, yeah. Actually, yeah, I, w- I will recommend that because we're we're gonna uh, we're gonna touch on everything. We have we have officially touched on every single Tampa sport, every professional Tampa team. We have touched on in this game. Even it's, the teams that aren't official yet, we touched on them today. We even we mentioned the storm. We even mentioned the storm. So, I mean. I think we 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 covered every yeah, Tampa that's a base. quarter of the AFL right now. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. The quarter they they all make the playoffs. What the fuck? Why would you even play a regular season? Why like what? We have this conversation literally every week. I know. Every week. <laughs> well, why wouldn't they just do it like like? Uh, remember what? Did, who won? Why don't like, they just fold the league? How about that? No, Just what was that? What was that? What was that British team that that won some kind of a, a championship that no, that was like so shitty, like like Manchester City or something like that? 
I think we're going way out of our own. Well, what I'm now. what I'm saying is like they won because they were like number one in the league, and so some other team lost, and then they won the championship. I think like that's what like the, the, Lancaster City, Lancaster. Thank you, thank you, Leicester, Leicester City. Yeah, yeah. They they won because like some other team lost. So like they, I think that's like what arena football needs to do. They need to like just 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 play a regular season. Oh, Who, whoever's Whoever's just first fold. at the end of the season, yeah, just, yeah, just fold. fold. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know what? No. Call, offer up. Take all four teams. This is what you do. Instead of going tiny and doing Arena League, you reach out to the Canadian Football League and say, hey, we'll be a South Division, all four teams down here. And then you play Canadian rules football. No, you just – here's what you do. You just you just demote the Browns so they can win. Oh. Actually, you know what? Well, I would they, like yeah, to they, see they, that they, game. Yeah. Like – not for nothing, man. I think I think the Browns would blow Alabama out of the fucking water. But like, I would like to see like the the best AFL team versus the Browns. Guys, we should go try out for the Tampa Bay Storm because that's a thing you can do. I'm third. I'm almost thirty. Thirty. Man. I would I would get my knees blown out in the first fucking first practice. play. First yeah. guy submarines you. You don't get back up. Yeah. Come on, Kyle. There's no Come way. Come on. Let's, you, you, me, and Nick, we all go try out for the storm. Dude, need I tell – We're automatically in the conference final. All right, we're going to get rings probably from Best Buy or – not Best Buy, Tower <laughs> from Creek, best, but From Best Buy? <laughs> because, oh, Best Buy is a known seller of, 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 of jewelry. Of rings. Of rings. Yeah, you know what? The AFL is a weird league, man. They might go to Best Buy and ask no, for No, seriously. What, does everybody in the league get a smartwatch? That reminds me of that. No, we're getting, no, getting ringtones. That's what we're getting. It reminds me of that Jim Gaffigan joke where he's like, where'd you get your groceries? Oh, I, I bought them from Sharper Image. <laughs> <laughs> Did, like, need, need I remind you, Anthony, of like my flag football story, where like I thought it was just gonna be some casual league. No, they were making fucking plays and doing silent snap counts and shit. Like, did, did, like, they're... it's it's probably the AFL is probably way more casual than that. I'm, yeah, you might be right. Could be. <laughs> Why don't we? Well, there's nothing to play for. We're already in the playoffs, so people just two hand touch. Yeah, really. If, even if we make the practice squad, we still get a ring, right? Right, exactly. If we got rare. this from Best Buy. Get one of those Best it. Buy Don't worry rings. About it. Yeah, the rings from Best Buy. <laughs> like gold, golden diamond source. Now nah, we got, we got it from Best Buy. Like, what? Like, yeah. come on, Nick. Nick, you would make a solid fullback. Uh yeah. Yeah, Kyle, okay. Kyle, linebacker. I'll be a linebacker. He's too tall. Uh, I'll be kicker because if I do anything else, I'll be killed. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll be defensive end or let let me lose like 30 pounds. I'll be a wide receiver. The slowest wide receiver. Tight end. Tight end. end. Yeah, I'll be a tight end. Yeah. 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 I'll do that. Okay. Come on, it could be our our moment of glory. Jesus Christ. I'll I'll, I'll get destroyed out there. We all come back one podcast groaning like, oh, none of us made the team. That was stupid. Tough game. I Anthony could do game. it. You're only you're Anthony's only 21. He could I'm do it. I'm 21. I could, yeah. I could probably I could probably hang depending on my position. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 30 in less than a month. Okay, it's fucking no. I'm done. My knee pops when I go downstairs. It just <laughs> it goes all that heavy lifting. It goes. Pop. I don't think anybody else wants to hear this. The okay. rest the rest the rest of the league is just in the same situation, Kyle. It's over the hill football players and dudes that just want to like play football. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all it is. If if if, if uh, that one old kicker can kick for for the end of time, what is Morton, Morton Anderson? Mort- 
Morton Anderson, yeah. the Great Dane. If, if can... He's the one that kicked the uh, the kick to Michael Spurlock that he returned. Oh, you're right. Yep. Fuck that guy. Um, if if you want to hear uh, us talk about Bucks games right after the game, uh, check out the Rapper Reaction podcast. We we do it after the game, and it's not just for Bucks games. I want to I want to make that clear. You know. Uh, big lightning games, big Tampa news, that that kind of stuff. There's going to be rapper reaction podcasts for that. There's there's just been an exorbitant amount of Bucks games lately. I don't know why. It just seems. It's, I guess it's like no, it's it's an absorbent amount of important Bucks games. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's the season for that. Tis the season, uh, as they say. So uh, check that out on Sundays. Uh, we typically don't go over all that, but it, it comes out the next day. The only place you're going to hear. Uh, Tampa sports takes after the fact. You don't get you don't get morning radio anymore in this goddamn town. So, Mike and Mike, Mike and Mike. I I, I listen to like two seconds of them. It's I just I can't do it. Listen here, Greeny. Okay, can't right. do it. Yeah, I hate that fucking. All right, um, we did rap. We we did uh, not rap reaction, but we did bold prediction. We did everything else. So I think we could call that a show. We we can call it a show. Bellas. That was uh, the so. War of the Bay podcast. I have been Kyle. I am Nick. I'm Anthony. And we'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys this Sunday or Monday. We'll see. We might be too drunk on Sunday. Yeah, well, yeah, who knows? Bye.